Scott McNamara with What's New in Adaptive Physical Education. I'm bringing you another episode. Uh, in a moment, we're going to talk with Dr. Melissa Bittner about an awesome online program, practicum program that she's created for undergrad students to uh, finish up their semester and still get to work with kids with disabilities, as well as it's a free online resource for, um, for AP teachers to use to try to reach their kids and give them some physical activities at home to do. Before I get started, I just wanted to, to let everyone know I'm doing okay, I'm doing well, and I hope everyone else is doing well too. Right now, uh, this is our third installment, and I have one more episode uh, with Brad Wiener, a former APE National uh, Teacher of the Year. But after that, I'm probably going to go on a short hiatus, and the reasoning is I'm having a baby. Um, and we're having one during the pandemic. We're doing about a little less than three weeks. So my life's getting a little hectic. Everything looks good, um, but I will probably be taking a few weeks off. So after that, though, we'll have some very exciting episodes queued up for us. And hopefully by that time, the pandemic is over. With that, we're going to get started with Dr. Melissa Bittner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What's New in Adaptive Physical Education. This is uh, Scott McNamara, with, uh, the, the host as normal, and uh, I am right now in my basement uh, in Iowa, and I'm talking to Melissa Bittner from California State University, Long Beach, Long Beach, California, and uh, right now, she, I think she's also at home due to the coronavirus. So this is a continuation of a series where we're talking about uh, different people in our field of adaptive physical education trying to provide resources, uh, what they're providing, why they're providing it, and how they're providing it uh, during this uh, pandemic. And so this will be a part of some short and sweet episodes that we're doing right now. So Melissa, you've been on the, the show three times now, I think, something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. This might be, so, yeah, lucky number four. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to get like that. I, I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live, but you'll be on that lucky like five. I'll have to send you a Oh, five timer list yeah, five or whatever timer. they do you there. And, okay. You and Barry are going to get robes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I'll send you. Some eight, what's new in APE robes? I'll have to make them. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, let's briefly just talk about like, our, your perspective on what the coronavirus is doing for our field of APE and more specifically for health and wellness for kids with disabilities. Sure. Right now, um, I feel a little bit in the, in the heat of it because we're in LA County and we've had as of, you know, yesterday over 400 cases of coronavirus and just recently, um, Governor Newsom announced that you know we're we're in place, and now in addition they are starting to close down all um, beaches, uh, trails, um, you know public spaces, playing you know tennis or volleyball or basketball, and it's ever more concerning because now we're shelter in place. Now you have to keep social distance, and in addition, I feel like it's really going to affect physical and mental health because now there's not a lot of physical outlet. You can't go ride your bike on a bike path or go hike a trail or you know, go play um, sports. 
So we are, you know, thinking of alternative methods to, you know, help those get their physical activity um, daily. Um, in, in addition, I, I teach an intro to adapted physical education class. And <clears throat> obviously here at Long Beach State, we are online 100% for the rest of the semester. And in my intro to APE class, we have a service learning component. So for about uh, nine weeks of the semester, we have transition students who are 18 to 22 years um, from Long Beach Unified. They come to our campus and we do a hands-on practicum. So in the hands-on practicum, um, we spend half of our time in our LifeFit Center. And so the students have opportunity to do, you know, hand crank ergometers, um, treadmill, elliptical, um, machine weights, free weights. And then the other uh, half hour, we spend and do a group adapted PE session. So each will get a chance to be the lead teacher and um, teach fitness, um, dance, um, Zumba, uh, they could do <clears throat> yoga. So, you know, a variety of different activities, sports. So each will get a chance to be the lead teacher. And obviously, obviously with this 100% online, we're missing a big chunk of our um, intro to APE class because one of my philosophical beliefs is, you know, it's one thing to stand up there and talk about, you know, theory and disability. But one of the biggest barriers that I try to break down is that there's no reason to be um, nervous, afraid, or scared of someone with a disability just because they, you know, might look different or act different. And that's one of the biggest barriers we try to break down in the class, that there are many individuals out there who have a disability and, you know, they're, you know, maybe no different than you and I outside of maybe, you know, physical appearance, or maybe they need uh, more visual supports or more direction. And, um, and just how to interact with someone with a disability. And that's a big component of our intro to APE classes. And I feel like that now that we've gone 100% online, that that's taken away. Um, and that's a huge, huge hit for my students, you know, to be able, you know, to not be able now to, to teach. Um, so we, you know, had that, <clears throat> had that issue. Um, so, you know, I had to get my wheels turning, like all of us out there who are forced to now go to an online platform. And uh, what do I do? <laughs> um, I, in my class, especially when I do um, students who have um, severe profound disabilities, high, need high intensity supports, I tell them about this quote by Kathy Morris. And it's one of my favorite um, philosophical quotes. And it's some people see a closed door and turn away. Others see a closed door, they try the knob. If it doesn't open, they turn away. Still others see a closed door, try the knob. If it doesn't open, they find a key. If the key doesn't fit, they turn away. A rare few see a closed door, try the knob. If it doesn't open, they find a key. If the key doesn't fit, they make one. And I think this especially rings true in adapted PE because so much of what we do has to be thinking outside the box. You know, you can't open up your Winnick and Peretta textbook and find all the answers um, and solutions to some of the problems that you have. You have to be creative in this field. Um, and so we have decided to take a creative twist, if you will, thinking a bit outside the box and how to run our practicum this semester. 
So we have decided, you know, with the, the current shelter in place situation, we are going to take our practicum online. <laughs> so one of the positives and things that we do have going for us is that through university, we have access to something um, called Zoom, a, a an online platform. And did a little bit of research with Zoom and actually through Zoom, you can link it to your Facebook page and go live. So we will be doing a Facebook live section um, sessions for adapted PE um, and in addition for my elementary PE practicum. So we'll be doing Facebook live on our at Long Beach State APE social media site on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, so in this, uh, what we'll be doing, uh, a variety of activities, including fitness, yoga, dance, um, fundamental motor skills, but things that really can be done um, in place, things that can be done with um, limited or no equipment. And the big thing is activities are going to be differentiated. So everybody can be successful, whether you're a kindergartner or a fifth grade fifth grader, whether you are a wheelchair user or whether you are, um, you know, high functioning ambulatory. So there's going to be ORs, my favorite word to use when you teach. If you've taken one of my classes before, you know that OR is my favorite word to use when I teach. Uh, there will be a lot of ORs. So for example, you can do air squats or you can bend down and touch your knees or you can bend down and touch your toes. Um, maybe you can do push-ups or you can do the push-ups on your knees or you can lift your arms above your head. So these online sessions are going to last 30 minutes. Again, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays at one o'clock Pacific time. And anyone can join us on our social media page. You don't have to, you don't have the Zoom link. That's me on my end. You just go to our social media page. You can join us synchronously. Um, or you can join us asynchronously because on the Facebook page, um, this will, these, these video links will stay up there. Um, hopefully, they're going to be uh, good examples <laughs> of adapted VE activities. Um, just from a, a background standpoint, what my students will do. Um, so, for example, my Wednesday class, one week before they teach, they have to submit to me their um, activity. Uh, we'll have about six students go per day. Um, each of them will go for about five minutes. And they run their activity by me. I submit their feedback back to them. They have an opportunity to change and adjust their lesson plan. Um, and then they will teach it live. So they'll be going through, you know, I guess, um, different checks along the way to make sure that the activities are appropriate, that we are being inclusive. Um, I'm working to get the, our Zoom sessions also um, closed captioned, automatic transcription. Um, still waiting to hear back from Zoom people on this yeah. um, special request because I want our students who are, you know, deaf of hard of hearing be able to follow along in these activities too. So doing my best to, you know, universally design um, these online opportunities and hopefully so, show some um, best teaching practices. Very nice. Uh, I'm, I mean, I think this is going to be really exciting as well as it's uh, it's a nice way for uh to give the students to keep them active right when they're at home um i think those things are uh, really nice now a quick question about the practicum so you're going to have different groups of kids kind of do each one of these are we are you going to specify kind of like so i assume a kid's going to be teaching for undergrad will be teaching for about five minutes a specific activity will they be showing adaptations 
in that five minutes of that activity or will each one be showing different levels of, of an activity? So each, each student will be teaching for about five minutes. I'm leaving it up to them to choose their, any thematic that they wanna follow and the activity of their choice, you know, whether they wanna do fitness or whether they wanna do dance or, you know, what, you know yoga, whatever their, their choice might be. Um, within their activity, they will be expected to provide the modification for it. So, you know, if you're doing tree pose, you could hold your you know, foot by your knee or you could hold your foot by your ankle. So giving the oars within each activity um, that they do, they're still going to have a couple, you know, like check for understanding questions uh, at the end. And certainly are, you know, is this as good as hands-on teaching? No, it's not. And it's especially unique that our students can't necessarily see um, mm -hmm the students out there and give them specific feedback, they will be able to see their peers doing it because their peers will be following along um, and doing the activities as they're teaching. Um, but this is a, a good way uh, to get people, you know, physically active in a setting where you don't need a lot of space and you don't need equipment. So under the circumstances, you know, we're trying to make lemonades out of lemons uh, at this point and try to do something creative uh, and different. We've also even thought about those that maybe don't have Wi-Fi uh, accessibility. Our senior student administrators, um, uh, Ivan and Ruby put together a calendar, a fitness calendar, and I'll send that to you, Scott. You can link it uh, into your blog. And it's a, you know, a physical activity workout a monthly calendar with a different activity that you can do each day. And so if you don't have any type of um, internet or Wi-Fi, you can still um, take a look at this calendar and follow along with uh, the daily activities. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. I think this is very exciting. I'm, I'm very grateful as well as I hope the, the field is, is very grateful that you're doing this. My hope is that not only are you going to have maybe your practicum students uh, uh, follow along, but maybe we can get some families to also to watch it and for APE teachers to see it and hopefully send it out to their kids that they're no longer able to provide direct services to or do consulting services for because uh, that's, you know, I, I think that that's going to be a really big problem as well as uh, during a pandemic where we're worried about health. Um, I think we need to try to keep that, that, that our, our students as healthy as possible, uh, get them active, and then also for that mental well-being that you were discussing earlier. Thanks, and I also want to give a, a shout out. Certainly not the first person to ever, you know, think like, oh, let's go live. Um, like Heather Katz is doing she is. an adapted Zumba uh, on Mondays. A friend of mine, um, General PE Tyler Snyder, is doing uh, daily physical education. There are several others out there uh, as well. So, you know, we're just trying to, again, show some best practices, give an opportunity to my students to teach because I've got 30 undergrads who are, you know, itching to teach. They, you know, took this class because they, you know, wanted to learn how to teach individuals um, with disabilities, with, uh, you know, a variety of abilities. And so, you know, this is kind of the, the best we can do uh, in this situation, but I'm hoping that it helps them and it, you know, helps um, the community by giving some type of physical activity outlet. I know we had several parents from our after school program, you know, ask us, um, you know, do you have any activity ideas that mm -hmm. we can do? I know a lot of, you know, I'm a, a parent myself and 
all of a sudden you found yourself thrust into this homeschooling, you know, teacher situation on top of still trying to, you know, do your, your daily work. And, you know, I may not be an expert in math or science or kinesiology. And so it's, you know, really helpful if there are some experts who do know these particular fields who can, you know, help show some of the uh, activity ideas. Um, so just trying to also help those newly homeschool parents out. <laughs> well, I appreciate it and we appreciate it. So thank you, Melissa, for coming on the show and, and talking a little bit about your practicum program on Zoom and, uh, and the resources that you're gonna provide. <laughs>